Hello, this is Marc Cambert speaking, Chief Editor of the European Respiratory Journal. In the December 2014 issue of the ERJ, several task force reports have been published, including an official ERS ATS technical standard on field working tests in chronic respiratory disease, as well as an official systematic review of the ERS ATS on measurement properties of field working tests in chronic respiratory disease. These two manuscripts have been written by a group of international experts led by Professor Sally Singh and Anne Holland. Today, it is my privilege to discuss these two papers with Sally Singh from the Center for Exercise and Rehabilitation Science at the University of Leicester, uh, United Kingdom. Good morning, Sally. Good morning, Mark. Thanks for uh, taking some time today to speak with us. Uh, I have a few questions on your two excellent manuscripts. First, I would like to thank you very much for putting together such a, a, a nice manuscript um, on a systematic review and such a nice manuscript on a technical standard. So my first question will be, can you tell us why did we need a new technical standard on field working tests in chronic respiratory diseases? Well. Thank you, Mark, and I, I think you've quite rightly acknowledged that this has been a real team effort to get these, uh, this review and technical standard to publication and, of course, wouldn't have happened without the enormous efforts of, of Anne Holland. So whilst it makes it difficult for her to be on this uh, podcast, I think it's really important that we should acknowledge Anne's work. And I think that some of the early discussions uh, around developing a new uh, technical standard, we're acknowledging that the uh, last advice was published back in 2002, which, which described using the six-minute walking test. So obviously, there's been a, a, a lot of publications since then and an increase in the number of exercise tests that you might consider using for patients with COPD. So, so as a combination of all of those factors, we felt that it was important to propose a new technical standard and a systematic review to support um, some of the guidance that would appear in the um, technical standard. So Sally, uh, what is different in this technical standard compared to previous guidelines? Well, I, th I think perhaps the most obvious difference is that the um, 2002 guideline was exclusively describing the six-minute walking test and its various properties and conduct. This, this current uh, document has included the incremental shuttle walking test and the endurance shuttle walking test, so it's included in both the systematic review and in the um, standard operating procedures uh, technical standard. So that's in increased the scope of field exercise tests available, and there are some key changes as well in terms of um, the technical standard guidelines that people may uh, find particularly important. So, for example, um, we've reviewed the absolute and, and relative contraindications to field exercise tests because in looking at the literature, it, it, it appears that actually they do provoke a maximal response, not um, dissimilar to a cardiopulmonary exercise test. So, in that respect, the, the contraindications for um, field tests are, are broadly similar to that of a, a cardiopulmonary exercise test. We've also um, revised the guidance on measuring of oxygen saturation as well, in that that should ideally be continuous. We think that now the equipment available allows us to do that and takes into account you know, a, lo a lot of movement artifacts. 
And perhaps one of the most important areas is, is looking at the guidance around the number of tests that should be conducted at baseline. We reviewed the uh, repeatability data for the incremental uh, shuttle walking test, the endurance shuttle walking test, and the six-minute walking test, and very clearly um, recommend that two tests are performed um, when, when you're looking particularly at changes uh, measured over time. Particularly, that would be uh, in consideration of, of an intervention. And then we've, we've standardized uh, a lot of the procedures around field-based exercising tests that have been described in the standard operating procedure. Thank you. Thank you very much for these um, informations. So you were not able to make recommendations about the choice of test, but when might someone use uh, the incremental or endurance shuttle test as there is not so much information available? Yeah, I, th I think that's right. And we, we, were, we were trying very much to um, use the details from the systematic review to inform the technical standard. And so as part of the systematic review, we didn't make um, direct comparisons of the um, responsiveness or validity of the tests when they may have been employed in similar situations. In reality, there, there's not a great deal of data um, available when a variety of exercise tests have been used uh, pre and post an intervention or for uh, stratification purposes. So it is difficult to make direct comparisons and I think people are now making efforts to um, fill that gap in the literature. When we did review the literature, it um, became clear that the incremental shuttle walking test broadly mirrored the physiological response observed in uh, a cardiopulmonary exercise test and so has a different profile to um, a self-paced test. The endurance shuttle walking test is, is as you might guess, a, a measure of um, endurance capacity. And so there is some speculation that it may be a more sensitive test than either the incremental shuttle walking test or the six-minute walking test after an intervention such as pulmonary rehabilitation or indeed uh, bronchodilation. Thank you. So uh, what are the important messages for uh, the clinicians conducting the test? What are the take-up messages? Well, I, th I think the, the, the messages are around standardization of, of conduct and hopefully the um, technical standard will support people uh, to do that and ensure that it is a quality assured test so that each center conducts the test in exactly the same way. We know, for example, that there are some variations in methodology that include encouragement, uh, provision of oxygen, or indeed how the course is, is conducted, whether it's um, over a shortened course or whether actually the shape of the course is altered. So it's important that the test is conducted in exactly the same way in each centre on each occasion for, for each patient to allow tests to be comparable. The other important change that um, I think will affect quite a few centres, and we've had quite a lot of feedback on this already, is, is the very clear indication that a practice walk of these tests is required. A significant majority of people actually improve on a second test, whether it be the uh, six-minute walking test, the incremental shuttle walking test, or indeed the endurance shuttle walking test. So we would strongly recommend, and that's supported by the evidence, that a practice walk should be considered. 
in terms of reporting the tests, there's some details on how the tests should be reported. And one of the um, changes uh, that's particularly important for the six-minute walking test is not only to record the uh, distance that the patient completes on the test, but also to record the number of stops that that individual had and how long uh, the patient stopped for. And that's different to the previous guidance where it, it was simply a measure of uh, distance that was recorded and not the stops because it is acknowledged that patients can stop whilst they're completing the uh, six-minute walking test. The other measures are broadly standardized in terms of baseline measures of um, symptoms, uh, blood pressure if it's not been reported recently, um, uh, heart rate and oxygen saturation. And these should be repeated at the end of the test um, and also recording the reason for termination. But I think the most important thing is that, that the evidence clearly indicates that two tests should be performed. All right, thank you very much. That's most interesting. So uh, I thank you again for discussing these uh, articles with us. Uh, I do strongly recommend to read both of them and use their conclusion for clinical practice. So this was uh, Marc Lambert, Chief Editor of the ERJ, discussing field walking tests with Professor Sally Singh from the University of Leicester in the UK. Goodbye and thanks again.